recording these youth talks. So we're gonna create we're gonna create an LBC youth podcast is the goal here. So that's why I'm wearing this because we want you guys to be able to come back to what we say and be able to be like, oh, I, I, if I, if you want to think about that more. Yeah, it's good to go. Thanks. Uh, if you guys are like, okay, I want to think about that some more. I don't really understand what he said, or maybe maybe what was said. It's like it's it's uh, it's doing something in your heart, your mind. You're thinking, huh? I want to go back and I want to revisit what was said and see if I can understand more of that. And everything that we'll say here, I'll tell you this right off the bat. Everything that we say, everything that we're gonna say in these talks is gonna be based on the Bible. From here on out, we're gonna be doing topics that are all rooted and based in the Bible. And here's why. I'm gonna get into this a little bit more in a second. That's why we believe it's real. So the, that is the Bible, and uh, I'm gonna get into this in a little bit, but here's the thing. What we're all about here, if you've been around, you've heard us say this before, right? What we're all about here, we are about helping you guys understand and know the person that created you and that created the universe. Uh, and that's, that is the goal. That's why we do LBC. We, we want to introduce you guys to Jesus. Uh, we believe that God exists. Absolutely, we believe that God exists. We believe more than that, that God came to the earth in the person, this guy named Jesus who walked on the earth about 2,000 years ago, claimed to be God, died on a cross, rose from the dead, proving everything was true. And he said the reason he did all this stuff was so that he could bring broken people back into right relationship with God, the one that created all of us. Okay, this is the foundation, this is the basis. What I want to talk about tonight is this thing that we call the Bible. This thing that we call the Bible, this book. A lot, There's a lot of different opinions about this thing out there nowadays. I've heard every... Um, everything said about it under the sun. I've been called a Bible thumper. In high school, I used to walk around with my Bible and uh, there was this other kid that walked around with his Bible, except he was an atheist and he had a fat Bible. He read it all the way through and he had sticky notes all the way throughout it. And we'd, we'd be walking along in the halls and I'd like come in, I'd come in from like a, like a, a rainy day or like a snow day or something at DSS. I'd walk in and he'd like see me and he and he'd walk in with his he'd walk in with his Bible and he'd be like and I'd be like wet because I just came out of the rain and I'd, and I'd be like oh I'm so wet this is uncomfortable and he'd be like oh really Jake why don't you just pray to Jesus and get him to dry you off and I'd be like oh my gosh I'm sorry and so everyone would look at me and be like and, and I'd be like and I'd be like Jesus please and, and then I'd be still wet and he'd be like see I'm an atheist because that doesn't happen and I'd be like ah! so I don't I and I didn't know what to do in those moments uh, then and. I like to say I do now, and so this is why I want you guys, uh, this is almost tonight's gonna be like a bit of an argument. And when I say an argument, I wanna try to convince you guys, I wanna try to convince you guys that this is an extremely important book to look at in 2018, okay? That is the convince, and if you guys aren't convinced of that walking out of here, or you aren't convinced walking out of your life groups, that is okay, but our goal is to try to engage you guys in discussion so that you can talk about what this actually might mean, what this is all about, why we do what we do, etc. So here's the verse that I'm going to be going off of tonight. I'm going to read this out loud. You guys can read it along with me. I have a slide for it. There's one Bible verse that I'm going to start with, make a couple comments on it, and then you guys can go eat waffles, and then go into your life groups and talk about what was said. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, check this out. This is in this book called 1 Corinthians, one of the 66 books of the Bible, okay? Get this. If you guys miss everything that I say after this, this might be the most important thing because this is the very word of God. Okay, check this out. I'm going to read it out loud off this. But 
Okay, this is one of the apostles talking. This is this dude that God chose. One of the dudes that God chose to write his word, his communication, uh, his DM to humanity, okay? This, <laughs> this is one of the dudes. Check us out. Okay. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. For his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. You get what he's saying here? I can't fully know what Ethan thinks of me right now. I can, he's just looking at me. He's doing that look he does. I can't tell if he's like, wow, dude, that waffle game was sweet. Or if he's like, that waffle game was ridiculous, Jake. Think of something else. I can't exactly tell what he's thinking of me. So what, what he's saying here is this. No one can know a person's thoughts except the person's own spirit. So he's saying that in order for us to know God's thoughts, God would have to communicate to us in some way. Cool, let's keep going. No one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we, we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. Next slide, Mr. Moorhead's English class. When we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Okay, this, this is the big claim here. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. What Paul is claiming here about this book, about the things written in this book, is that the things that were written down in this book are not merely human thoughts but that the God of the universe carried people along as they wrote the book. Let me quickly pray here and then we'll keep going just because I want help from God himself to be able to properly explain this to you guys. Is that cool? I'll pray. If you guys haven't been around prayer before, you guys can do whatever. I'm not saying you have to bow your heads, close your eyes, get on your knees, whatever. I don't know. Uh, you can just sit where you are and I'm going to pray. Hey, Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for these people. Um, Lord, I don't think it's a coincidence. I'm convinced, actually, that it's not a coincidence that these people are in this room throwing waffles in 2018 with us. Lord, I believe you've set up everything uh, and you've created, you've set out these boundaries of people's dwelling places that these people would live in Ladner or Tawasson or Richmond uh, so that they might feel their way back to you and perhaps find you. Although, God, you are not actually far from any one of us because in you we live and move and have our being lord you actually gave us breath this morning you are holding the universe up right now now lord help me communicate and help us understand the truth of your word and leave here uh, with an excitement about it and an expectancy to hear the rest of what you have to say this fall in jesus name i pray amen okay so here's here's my here's my brief thing here's everything so if we're going to lay this out in points uh, we'll, we'll lay them out. We'll lay them out like this. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna break this down in a way that you guys understand, because that's my goal here. If there's anything that you don't understand regarding what I say, after this, when you guys have time in your life groups with your leaders, please ask any question that you want. Anything that you possibly can come up with, ask those questions, because that's what we're here for. Uh, so I guess, here's my first thing. Here's my, here's my number one thing. So, a lot of people I talk to, even some people in this room have said this. Yes, I believe there's a God. Obviously, there's a higher power. And so many people in this day and age will say, yeah, man, there, there has to be something else out there. There has to be something else out there. That's something that a lot of us can conclude. Some people would say, no, there's no God. We came from nothing. Everything's nothing. That, that it, it exists, but it's not as common as this statement. 
there's probably a God, but I don't know, man. It's too hard to figure out. So if you, if you come to the conclusion that yes, there's a God, that there's someone that created all this or something more, the next question you have to ask is this. Would that God communicate with us? Would that God communicate with us? Would he say something? Would he want to communicate to you? Have you, so an example that I use of this is like, have you ever been in like an awkward silence situation? Like, you know how much that sucks? I don't know what it is. There's some, there's a particular person in my life that like when I'm talking to this person, I'll be like having a conversation with them and they'll like, and I'll say something and they'll just sit there and then they'll look at me like this. Like, I'm not kidding, like for this long, and I'll, and then, and I'll be like this. <laughs> and I'll be like, and then I'll be like this. So what I'll do is I'll start making things up in my head. I'll start making, th- making up all these things in my head as to what that person might think of me, right? And I'll be like, so they'll be sitting there like this. And in my head, I'm like, they hate me. They want to kill me. I look stupid today. How's my hair? Is my, are my pants skinny enough? I don't know, like all these questions I'll be thinking of. And here's, so here's the thing. We are beings, we are beings, human beings, that are, we were made to communicate. We love communication. You know why we're all addicted to our iPhones? Here's a fun fact. There is literally psychological research behind the people that created Instagram and Facebook. And when you get a DM, when you get a notification, there is a chemical reaction that happens in your brain that causes you to become addicted to that feeling. And it's not actually the notification that's causing you to be addicted. It's the idea of another human relationship that you're now connecting with via your phone. Because we're beings that were created for relationship. And so if God were to set this whole universe up, So some people think God set this whole universe up and then he just did this. (laughs) And here's the thing, when we we start to see that, when we think that God did that, because a lot of people come to that conclusion, then if God was silent, if he was absolutely silent, we then begin, so either he's absolutely silent or we reject the communication that he's given us, which I'll go into in a second, and then we start to make stuff up in our heads. The second scenario I've had is when somebody will say something to me and I'll be so convinced of something in my own mind that, uh, that I won't believe it. So like leg- legitimately, I had this, I'm pretty sure this was, oh, where, when was, I had this argument once about like what color my shirt was. I was wearing like a dark navy, or like a navy shirt. And someone was like, no bro, that's black. And I was like, no, that's, that's navy, you're, you're ridiculous. And then they were like, no dude, that's black. And I was like, no dude, that's navy. Turns out the thing was black. Uh, but I was so convinced in my head already that it was navy that I wouldn't believe what he said. So these, I feel like these are the two responses to God's communication. So here's the thing, either people believe that God wouldn't communicate to us. Therefore, we have the liberty to make up whatever we want in our minds about who he might be and what life is about. Or we choose to think about and and be like, okay, maybe God could have communicated to us through the Bible. Maybe he did want to speak to us. But I'm so convinced uh, that I want to stay in my own life and my own ways. And I'm so convinced that that's wrong, that I'm just going to continue to make up whatever I want about God. And then we do this thing where we construct this idea of who God is in our heads. And all people do it. Even if they don't believe in God, they put something in their life in the place of God because we were created to worship a God. And so even if it's not actually some sort of God-like being, we'll put something else in, in God's place. So we'll put like our great... Like, and the easy way to figure out what that might be is what if you lost something, it would, what if you lost would make you absolutely devastated in life? For some people, it's like fame, it's followers on Instagram, uh, it's like that boyfriend, it's that girlfriend, it's however. 
I don't know, all sorts of things you can put in, it's, it's success, it's money, all sorts of things you can put in the place of God, um, and we make stuff up in our heads. But what I'm here to tell you today, what I'm here to tell you today, what we're here to tell you at youth, is that God, hear me out now, God wrote a book, okay? God of the universe wrote a book. And here's my, here's my brief, I'm going to give you just a couple brief reasons why we can trust the Bible, why we can trust this claim, uh, and then really I'm going to tell you my ultimate reason, and, uh, and I'll send you guys to life groups, okay? But here's, so here's the thing, when it comes to the uniqueness of this book, because some of you guys in this room are doubting, you doubt the Bible's true, you doubt the truth of God's word, you doubt the things that we say about who Jesus is, and when I say God exists, some of you guys might go to like, yeah, but I was hurt by that Christian, or I was hurt by the church or I don't know or, or like I know Christians they're stupid they they, uh, they don't have reasons for what they believe any sort of thing like that come to your mind so here's what we believe the Bible is when the world is saying all sorts of things are true because I've been told everything under the sun like I I've, I have talked to people I've had face-to-face conversations with people that were convinced like in their eyes convinced that we are as human beings another kids Sims game in another universe and that this all this stuff that we're playing out is probably actually a projection of someone else's video game and this is a completely normal dude this is absolute thinking these are things that people have bought into about life because you can create stuff with your mind so what I'm saying the Bible is is it's this final authority where if anything is gonna be true if we're gonna come to a conclusion that anything is true we look to this and here's why this book is unique from everything else one of the reasons the main reason I'm gonna give you guys tonight is something that's called fulfilled prophecies okay fulfilled prophecies I want you guys to leave here seeing that this book is not just natural it's not just paper but there's a supernatural element a real supernatural element to the way this book was put together see this book the Bible it's made up of 66 different books okay majority of other religious texts in the world are made up of one book it's one single book where this guy or this person claimed to be getting a direct revelation from God where God pretty much like grab uh, so like if, 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 if I'm God and this is the and this is the writer of a religious book people claim that there's one person so Stevens want this one person and God took his finger and was like I'm gonna write this book through you and people and and so that's one that's one way that religions will claim their their uh, their particular text was written the Bible is made up of 66 different books written by about 40 different authors over 1,500 years and it carries a string a timeline of a story that unfolds in absolute perfection that comes to its took its its most its pinnacle point in the person of Jesus and then eventually closes and what and the thing that marks this thing that's crazy to me where my faith comes into play when I open the Bible and I'm like can I trust this is your word is this so in the the Bible's made up of a ton of prophecies and what prophecies are predictions that that uh, that that authors of the Bible made to come forth in the future now if, okay, this is this stuff. I'm not going to get into all the prophecies. You guys can go and you can research this stuff. You can ask us later. But if you look at the book, so there's two books that I wrote. There's I, there's this old book in the Old Testament called Isaiah and this book called Zechariah. Okay, these two books, uh, hundreds of years, hundreds of years before the second half of the Bible, the New Testament was written. 
made these intricate prophecies about this person that would come, that would be killed at the hands of the or at the hands of the Romans by the will of the Jews, who would die, who would suffer in a particular way, who would be killed on a cross, who would then rise as the Messiah, so the King of the Universe, and uh, and they made all these prophecies, all these things, and they and legitimately these intricate, specific prophecies written hundreds of years before came to pass in the person of Jesus. And not only that, if you look at the book of Daniel, it makes this prophecy. This is crazy this stuff. I'm not going to bore you with this stuff, but it's just, there's this prophecy in the book of Daniel about this kingdom that would rise and then it would split into four parts. And then that kingdom would eventually go into two parts and then it would eventually like, come together. And then this other kingdom would rise and this whole thing would be led by this one leader. And if you read the book of Daniel and you talk about, and you look at these prophecies and then have you guys learned about Alexander the Great in English class or whatever? There's this dude named Alexander the Great in history. That whole situation where Alexander the Great led these kingdoms, blah, 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 ended up turning into the Roman Empire, was completely predicted in the Old Testament about 200 years before it happened. And, and so fulfilled prophecies, I'm not, I can't get into all the details for sake of time, fulfilled prophecies are one of the things that I want you guys to leave here with and wrestle with in your own minds as to is this book miraculous. For me, that's one of the craziest things. Uh, another brief reason is it's historical. So I'll give you one example to prove this point. There's this dude, he was a famous archaeologist. His name was Sir William Ramsey. This guy was an atheist. He said none of this stuff was true. He set out to write a book to prove the Bible wrong. The way he did that is he went on this archaeological trip and he was going to write this big book about everything in the Bible was false. He finished that trip, he became a Christian, and he now has given his life to propel the truth of Scripture. Because when he went out and did all these archaeological digs, he looked and he's like, man, the dude that wrote the book of Luke is the greatest historian that actually ever existed in antiquity, which just means before the printing press. Crazy stuff, uh, historically accurate, fulfilled prophecies, and then finally, uh, this and this is what I'll leave you guys on. There is a miraculous truth to this book. There's a miraculous element to the way the story in the Bible plays out that I believe if you simply read it with an open mind and a mind that's actually saying, Lord, can you please reveal yourself to me? I believe you will begin to see this particular glory unfolds, unfold that no other claim in history could ever make. And that story is the fact that God, the king of the universe, because he loved you and I so much, and because he wanted to figure out a way to redeem, to bring back broken humanity and perfect God together, he wanted to figure that out. So what he did, he said the only way that can happen is if I actually step into the timeline of history and I take the punishment that all of humanity deserves on my own shoulders and I die and then I rise again and I appear to hundreds of people to prove it's all true and then I send my Holy Spirit to complete the Bible through people because God chooses to work through people all throughout scripture and that's why it's so unique. And there's a miraculous, what I call in my, in my life, I call this a peculiar glory that exists in this book. Uh, and people have read it. I know stories of people that have simply opened up the Gospel of John, one of the books in the Bible. All the Gospel of John does is it tells the story of Jesus' life. I know people that have opened up that book, they've read it from beginning to end, and they've sat in their room crying for hours because through the reading of that book, they knew for a fact, because I believe that God revealed to them the truth of the suffering nature of Jesus and how that story, you can't make it up. You cannot make this stuff up.
I promise you, there's no human being, no human being could have ever been behind the 66 books that complete this book. The prophecies, the miraculous nature, the glory of who Jesus is, I promise you, and for the rest of the fall, we're going to talk about this, and I pray and hope that you guys would come to realization of this. This is God's word. He's literally still speaking to us through it in 2018, and we can actually know him when we come to a faith in Jesus and understand that he's alive and that we can talk to him this very day. When I pray before I talk, I don't just do it because I want you guys to see me look cool, if that's cool. I do it because I actually believe that because of who Jesus is, because what this book says, he can hear me when I do that. Um, so to sum up that final point, please, if you haven't given this a chance yet, at least give it a chance, because there's been many people throughout history, even famous authors, like the author of, uh, uh, the, author of the Chronicles of Narnia, C.S. Lewis. Uh, he became a Christian simply because he read this talked to some people and he and he was uh, he was uh, he studied uh, mythology or not what did he study medieval Brandon, what did he study again yeah mythology he studied mythology he read this book and he looked at it over and over and he said this is not fake because you can't make it up you can't so that's that I'm gonna send you guys to waffle party and then small groups to talk about this stuff but before you guys go let me uh, let me pray hey Maeve is the waffle party is it set up down there? You guys good? Awesome. Okay, thanks so much. Hey, please talk about this in your life groups. Let me uh, let me pray here, and then you guys go get waffles. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. After I pray, and you guys go to get waffles, you have 10 minutes. Okay, get a, get a plate. Put a waffle on your plate. Put some syrup on it. And uh, there's chocolate chips. You put some chocolate chips on it as well. And... and and uh, just, you know, there, there's no forks just for a bunch of reasons, but just use your, like, fingers and just be like, yo, what's up, I'm eating waffles. And please, just please, I beg you, don't leave that lobby area with waffles. Just before you leave, throw your stuff in the garbage, and you guys are going to get dispersed to small groups. Your leaders will find you. Uh, most of you guys, I think, that are in here know where you're going, so I don't need to bore you with that. But let me just pray for you guys one more time. Is that all right? Even if it's not, I'm going to do it anyways. Hey, Father, uh, thank you for this group of people. I thank you that your word is truth. I thank you that we can trust it. Lord, um, if, if anything over the next couple months that we say up here does not line up with what you've revealed about yourself in this book, I pray that these people wouldn't remember it, or I pray that we wouldn't say it, Lord. I pray that, uh, that everyone in this room, whether we know you in here, or we don't know you, or we're searching, Lord, that throughout these nights here and throughout uh, what we do at LBC, Lord, that they would come to a greater knowledge of who you are, and that we would be filled with joy and peace and hope that only comes from the Holy Spirit. Lord, uh, you are, you've, you've written this book miraculously. I know it's true. I know it's final. I know it's complete. I know we can trust it because you do not lie, and you, uh, you've told us it's your word. So thank you so much, Lord, for these people. Thanks for waffles. Uh, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, go get your waffle party.